You want crazy? We've got it. Welcome to Advertising Stories, where you'll hear entertaining and unignorable personal stories from rather glib advertising agency geniuses and some savvy marketers. We'll talk about creating ads, trying to sell them, not selling them, making the logo bigger, my dad likes this idea better, plus tales of agency life across six continents. Wait, wait, stay tuned. There's even more every week. This is a very personal story about the worst advertising presentation ever. I know, I ran it at Saatchi & Saatchi Advertising's London office. At the time, I was a European director running accounts across Europe and the European business development director. This pitch was for the global Adidas account. I mean, that was pretty serious and pretty major, as you'll see. One day early in my stint, I'm sitting in my office uh, on Charlotte Street, and Marisachi calls me up. Now, this was not uh, a normal phone call I got, but I said, great. So he tells me that we're going to pitch the global Adidas account and that I should come over and talk about it. So some thoughts about Adidas. They had everything a global agency could wish for. It was a huge brand in a cool category, had a big budget. Plus, the account had huge competition as Nike was on their world domination tour. But wait, wait, there's even more. And it was very personal, as I said earlier. If we won the account, I would open and manage my very own London-based sports marketing agency to run the Adidas account because Saatchi had an existing sporting goods client conflict in the network. A couple of days after the first call, Morris and the reclusive Charles Saatchi and I met with Robert Louis Dreyfus, Adidas's new CEO and majority owner, to discuss the pitch. Get this. Robert was a close friend of the agency. He had been the CEO of Saatchi & Saatchi Advertising Worldwide. He was one of us. So let's review a little bit of detail. I'm working with Morris and Charles Saatchi, the most famous advertising men in the world. They asked me to run a huge pitch for the global Adidas account. Adidas's CEO is a close friend of the agency and the management of Adidas America wants us. We knew that those guys liked us because, well, they were kind of into the Saatchi brand. If we win the business, I'd build and run my very own Saatchi sports agency. I was already beginning to visualize a reception area adorned with signed World Cup balls, sand, and surfboards. Yes, I was getting way ahead of myself. But wait, there's even more good news. During an early meeting, Robert leans over to me and says, Peter, you've won this business as long as you don't fuck up the pitch. I'm thinking, the world's best agency doesn't fuck up. I don't fuck up. Let's move to the pitch and some of our mistakes. I am now about to tell you how we did, in fact, screw up, and more importantly for you, what I learned. I think that it is important to point out that this was my first big pitch as Saatchi & Saatchi London's business development director. I am very happy to say that I've gotten much better at pitching during the past 20 years. In fact, years later, I won Nike pitches, and Nike became an AOR client of my very own agency. Because Adidas would be such a huge win for the agency, the Saatchi brothers wanted to participate directly. 
Let me tell you, this was a rarity at that stage of their careers, especially for Charles, who had become one of the leading collectors of modern art in the world. Since Adidas had so much potential, they wanted me to use the creative talents of Jeremy Sinclair, the agency's global executive creative director, and Paul Arden, another London creative all-star. I mean, these are famous dudes. I was now working with Charles Saatchi, Jeremy Sinclair, and Paul Arden, three of London's most famous creatives. Looking good, right? No. We started to make a whole set of brand new mistakes right there in Morris's old office. Stay with me. There is a lot of learning here. Mistake number one, know who is the boss. While I was told that this was my pitch to run, I had a room full of owners and very big creative egos. English creative egos are very large. These guys were difficult to control and rather opinionated, to say the least. Here's mistake number two. Have the right team. My mega ego creative team was the wrong team for Adidas. They didn't know sports. They didn't want to study the market. And these middle-aged guys did not understand the motivations of the younger sports shoe consumer. Paul even called Nike Nick. However, despite his mispronunciation, he did have one big idea that was in fact big. The idea was that sport was akin to God. Sport is a key ingredient in our humanity. It brings out the best in us, and it brings the world together. Just think of what happens when there's a soccer World Cup, or to some of my listeners, a football World Cup. Through this big idea, Adidas would own the power of sports itself. Yes, that's a big idea. Unfortunately, the ego team decided that we needed a video for the pitch to deliver the big idea to Adidas. Paul went out on his own, wrote the script, and produced the video, all on his own, in the dark. No one knew what he was doing. To illustrate this big idea, the video included metaphorical images of man's inhumanity to man, contrasted with the glory of sports. Unfortunately, the imagery went a bit over the top, including images of baby seals being beaten on ice flows, contrasted with the beauty of high jumps. To make matters a little bit worse, the video did not have a budget. You try telling Charles Saatchi how much money he should spend on his pitch. The video wound up costing over 30,000 pounds. Mistake number three, rehearse. Rehearse a lot. We didn't. When I say we didn't rehearse, I got to tell you, I rarely got these guys in the same room at the same time. To drive me even crazier, a couple of days before the pitch, Jeremy Sinclair began to realize that the Baby Seal video was going to be difficult to present, a rather large understatement. He then told me that I was going to present all of the creative work. Mistake number four, know who you are presenting to. We knew Robert Louis Dreyfus, the CEO, very well, but we didn't know the Adidas marketing executives. They were not part of the decision to seek a new agency. This pitch was CEO-driven, usually a good thing. In fact, we were not even aware that the Adidas marketing group had already started on a new Adidas campaign approach with London's agency, Legus Delaney. We certainly should have known that beating baby seals to death would alienate virtually everyone in the room. Well, my team knew it. But we had lost control of that element of the pitch to the ego team. Mistake number five, 
Use storytelling. Well, the right storytelling. This is actually a mistake wrapped up in what is usually a good thing. Morris opened the meeting with a story. Sir Morris Saatchi is like the Steve Jobs of pitch storytelling with the added benefit of an English accent. I think that we all know that starting with a good story is a good thing. However, since we didn't rehearse, I didn't know what Morris was about to do. And he started to lead with a story that none of us was prepared for. The story turned out to be an involved dream sequence about how ancient Egypt, pharaohs, and and Adidas were alike. During the story, even I was spacing out on visions of the Sphinx and pyramids. In addition to spacing out, I didn't know that Morris was going to hand the meeting over to me immediately after he talked about my being in his Egyptian dream. Okay, the result of all this madness... As you might suspect, we did not win the Adidas account, and I didn't get my very own Sachin Sachi sports agency with a wall of World Cup soccer balls. This pitch, a pitch we should have won, quickly became a famous agency story. I now hope it represents positive, teachable moments for all of us. Here are the key takeaways. One, every pitch needs a leader and a manager. Never lose control of the process which should include a timetable and a budget. Three, know which clients will be in the room, their backgrounds and their motivations. Understanding the buyer motivations is the key to sales and pitching is a sales meeting after all. Four, assign agency roles based on expertise, not seniority or even worse. Hey, it's his turn to pitch. Only your best presenters should ever be in the room. I know it's hard to do that sometimes, but just think about this. Don't give the creative team too much rope. That's number five. Six, a big one. Rehearse, rehearse, rehearse. Seven, consider starting with a story. The right story. Eight, do not show videos of bloody beaten baby seals. Number nine, be very strategic. Make sure that every idea presented is based on a smart brand strategy that is developed from a deep understanding of the market and brand. We had done market research across Europe, but it didn't directly support the sport as God creative concept. And of course, we didn't test, I mean, who needed to, the idea of beating up some seals. Okay, guys, that was my worst ever advertising agency pitch story. You can read it on my website at peterlevitan.com. Just search on Worst. You can also, and frankly, I think this would be a brilliant idea, buy my book, which is called The Levitan Pitch. Buy this book, Win More Pitches. I bet that your agency competitors have it on their bookshelves. Okay, that's it. Don't miss any future advertising stories Sign up wherever you listen to podcasts. That's all I'm asking. Just sign up. Hey, and if you feel like it, give me a review on Apple Podcasts. That's it. See you soon.